Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm Sarah. This episode is sponsored by Katie Neal. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Thank Yay. you. Hooray! So today we will be discussing chapter 16 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Through the Trap Door. So make sure that you've read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details. Megan, what is in our weekly profit today? Uh, well, my computer's <laughs> being dumb. Would you like me to pull up me. The, uh, the article there? Katie's got it for Katie's me. Katie's got it. What a wonderful wife. This is why I'm married. What a wonderful wife. So... I wanted to talk about how LeakyCon is coming back to the States for the first time in a couple of years, which I'm... Where was it last year? It was in Dublin. Oh, that would have oh, been cool to that go That would have been really cool uh, yeah. to It was Dublin. actually, it was going on when we were in Orlando. Oh. Oh, um, oh that's, oh, that's why, right. The talent thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I got you. And actually, I'm, I guess I'm not sure if it wasn't in the States last year, but I know that the year... It was in London and... Is there more than one a year? No, there's okay. only one. All right. Um, and so it's going to be in Dallas next August. And I don't know if any of our listeners have ever gone to LeakyCon or know anything about it, but it's it's pretty much like the biggest Harry Potter fan convention that goes on every year. Um, they're really they're really well known. They do a really good job. I unfortunately have never gone to it, but I've always wanted to. Mm-hmm. We bought so, tickets, didn't we, one year? We bought yeah. tickets for when it was in London yeah, and we were going to go. We, well, we didn't buy the tickets, did we? Oh, yes, we did. Did we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were, like, refundable? Yeah. Thankfully, because we didn't go. <laughs> but we, we, like, planned almost the entire thing and yeah. then we're all like oh 
we actually have no money, so we can't go. <laughs> yeah, like everything was paid for though, except, except for the, the flights. Yep. But the yeah. flights were just so expensive, we had to cancel. Oh man! Well, now we, we can to fly it. to Europe for cheaper for flying to um, Iceland first. True. Oh, really? Very true. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's cool. Round trip or four hundred bucks, roughly. That's wow. Sweet. Yeah, and once you're over there. It's, Whoa, words really, can't come it's out. way more affordable to fly. Correct. Especially oh, yeah. if you're doing Ryanair. Very um, cheap. Nice. Thank so, you for the uh, little tidbits there. You're welcome. So, oh, yeah. So, if you're going, mm-hmm. you might want to look in when you're going next year, you might want to look into flying to Iceland first. See what's cheapest. Good idea. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be in Dallas. I wonder how that's decided. August 10th through yeah. the 12th. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they've said exactly where in Dallas yet. They haven't given many details, but. Tickets go on sale November 15th. Oh, so soon. It says check your local Gringotts account. Right yeah. It's a Wednesday <laughs> in case anybody doesn't know the date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It'll actually be the Wednesday after this episode comes out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Little heads up. It's cool. We might be there. We've discussed it. We don't know I don't know. know. For We're sure. thinking about it. So. Kicking around the idea. Kicking we'll the idea around. Like a Soccer Let ball. us know if any of you guys <laughs> like a would be interested a in going. You know, yep. Let us know if anybody would be interested in going and if you would want to go. And or if you've been and tell yeah. us your experience going. Yeah. Send us cool messages. And if you would want to see us there, just, I don't know, just let us know. Help us out with our decision. Yeah. If you Is have Dallas- been there, do you think we'll fit in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know who Harry Potter is, so they I wouldn't so, fit Sarah, in. Oh you can't I'm not invited. <laughs> Jeez. So um, that's my weekly profit. It's pretty short this week, but I just thought that it would be cool to throw that out there for everybody. Cool. Alrighty. Yes. All right. Right into the recap. Recap. Okay. <laughs> that's officially what you have to do every time now. <laughs> Can do. Um. <laughs> So last time, Harry and Hermione were caught by Filch after they took Norbert up to the astronomy Filch. tower. And they ended up losing a total of 150 points for Gryffindor. Want one. Which Megan was really upset about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm still upset about it. I think all Why? the Gryffindors were also upset about it. Because but. I don't think they should have lost that many points. Oh, Just I'm listen like, to the episode. I, don't, I can't even listen to us. Let alone talk about us. Why? Because we're so awesome? Oh, yeah. It just burns your I ears. Can't, I, it just... The awesomeness just kills me every day. (laughs) So Harry also (laughs) overhears Quirrell talking to someone. Who could it be? Snape? I don't know. Uh, And Harry, Hermione, Neville, and Draco have their detention in the Forbidden Forest. And we run into some centaurs and Lord Voldemort. Little Voldy. Scary. Voldy, Voldy, Voldy. Drinking some unicorn blood. Spoiler alert. Just kidding. No. All right, so it's exam times at Hogwarts, and they finished their last exam, and they're now they are now free for a week before leaving, which I think is weird. Harry realizes <laughs> that things seem a bit odd surrounding the details of uh, all the stones and like the stuff around it. So they head to Hagrid to ask him some questions. They try to tell Professor McGonagall what they learned, but get shot down. So they devise a plan to go after the stone themselves. Later that night, after dinner, the three of them head to the third floor. Nice. To make, there's there's a three and a third to make sure that Snape is getting the stone isn't getting the stone. They uh, go through. Look at I did that wrong. The go. They go through the trap door and face some obstacles. It ends with Harry going through one final door alone and shocked at what he sees. What does he see? Dun, 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 dun. What do dun. you see? What do you mean? <laughs> I just see my face. <laughs> it's scary enough, isn't it? Well, some would I say. I saw Sarah and yes. I cried. <laughs> 
Oh my god. That makes me think of Marty's little zinger last night. But what, do you, what do you say? Sarah said something was scary, and then Marty goes, "What the mirror?" Oh, <laughs> oh my it was god. terrible. People think that I, my brother, I like if you ask him if he likes me, he'd be like, "No, she's terrible." <laughs> He's not really joking. No, yes he, he is. I like to think I'm his favorite sibling. That's just okay. our humor. True, we're kind of mean, but anyways, so exams, guys. Who doesn't love a good exam? I will say, I'd rather have an exam than like a. Like a written one, then hands down, like people watching me, I hate that. You have to do that too. At I just had to though. do that. I know. Yeah. I just had to do that at work, though. I was like, ugh, I hate it. Stressful. Yeah. So we start our chapter finding out that Harry's made it through his exams without Voldy bursting through the door <laughs> and killing him. Hooray! Right. <laughs> Hoorah! Okay. okay. <laughs> so during the exams, I thought this was kind of cool. They use a quill that is bewitched with an anti cheating spell. So you better know your stuff. But I was just wondering, like, I wonder how that works. Magic. If you start cheating, does it do something? Yeah, does it, like, feel it? I bet soul? you it probably burns your paper up. What if it just mm. gives you, like, or what if zap? it just, like, runs out of ink and, like, stops? And then you, like, try Ooh, again. And then you have to go and ask for another one, but they know. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, so you're a cheater. What if it's, like, when um, it could be, like, a mix between... Um, Umbridge making Harry I must not tell lies and Hermione being like what is it what is is it snitch what is sneak sneak that's right so what if it goes I'm a cheater on his forehead and like I don't know (laughs) and pimples that last like all across summer break oh god try getting a date because that's what happened with Hermione's I kind of I don't know like in my mind I thought that that went away much sooner than it actually did Mm -hmm. but then I remember them talking like in Half-Blood Prince that they saw her in the hallways and it was still like kind of there yeah it's rough it's like scarred that's some serious acne well you know don't screw over Hermione don't be a sneak just saying (laughs) sucks to suck sneaks get snuck (laughs) so early on way to go i'm proud of you all right so kind of taking this exam by exam flitwick's, flitwick's exam uh one by one students were to make a pineapple dance like why though i do you know do you know how to make a tissue dance Put a little boogie boogie. in it. You've told that joke (laughs) on this podcast before. (laughs) I'm so cool. Oh, gosh. So I was just wondering, like, like, what does that teach? What does that show that you learned? Yeah, but he's a charms teacher. Yeah. I know, but I'm just wondering, like, I wish it was, like, something practical. Like, Mm. why do I need to make a pineapple What if you're somewhere and a guy has a wand up to your head and he's like, you make this, I almost said pumpkin, this pineapple (laughs) dance, or I'm going to avada your butt. (laughs) I'm just saying, you don't know. <laughs> Are we sure we don't want that to be the title of the episode? <laughs> out of your butt? <laughs> you got some good ones. Too. I don't know. Sneaks get snuck is pretty good. <laughs> Sneaks get snuck, man. All right. So oh, then we have man. McGonagall's exam um, where the students had to turn a mouse into a snuff box. What is a snuff box? I assume it's for chew, <laughs> chewing tobacco. It's either, I'll look oh. it up. It's either for chewing tobacco or like cigarettes. Okay. Um, cigarettes. But then I was thinking, like, does this kill the mouse or suspend mm. it in time? And then I said, they, like, either way, it's terrible. They do this a lot, though. You know, if you think about it. I, yeah, I no, they do. They go, like, bigger animals. Like the goblet. Mm-hmm. I think that, is that just in the movie? It is could be a movie But that was still interesting to see. Yeah. They do animal transformations a lot. Like, they did 
but like bunnies into slippers or something, right? Didn't wasn't that in the book somewhere where they right. turned bunnies into slippers? Does it kill it though? I want to, I want oh. to believe that it just suspends them in time, <laughs> but still, that you could untransfigure them. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, if you're like going to transfigure something into slippers, like are those slippers eventually going to transfigure on their own back to the animal? I bet Magic you it wears or, off. Yeah. Or is it just until you decide to change it back? This poor bunny is like suspended in time. I what bet that? you that it depends on how, um, how not magical, but how powerful they are. You know, how much oomph you put like with Ron and he tries to turn his rat into a goblin and it's like halfway in between because mm-hmm. one, his wand sucks and, too, it's not actually his wand. I mean, because it's broken. Yeah. So I wonder if that's like a thing. Do you want me to tell you what a snuff box is? Yeah. yeah. A small ornamental box for holding snuff. So then I looked <laughs> up what snuff was. A scented powdered tobacco. Yep. Got it. Wacky tobacco. Why is she making them learn how to make snuff boxes? Also, this is in the 90s, so... Yeah, so maybe McGonagall's on the tube. Maybe she likes <laughs> some still. Sl- maybe she likes maybe. a little dip there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what she does. The prettiest one. Time. She's going to be like, yes, I'm going to take this back to my chambers. <laughs> my, my chambers. <laughs> my chambers. Whoop. Well, there my thing went away. All right, here we go. So Snape's exam was the students had to make a forgetfulness potion. Which they is had interesting. To, they had to try to remember how to make. Yeah. So I was trying to look it up. There was nothing on Pottermore, so then I pulled up the lexicon. Um, but appear- can I have a teddy gram? <laughs> <laughs> that could also be the title of this episode. Yes, Not but don't chew in your microphone. <laughs> okay. All right, mom. All right. So I guess the teddy grams, honey. Oh, I like can, the chocolate ones. Can, Tiffany, can, you may continue. Can I go on? Okay. Yes. It's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess this is a potion that you can make like on Pottermore, like when you're doing <gasps> stuff. Yes, you're right. So, wait, is it? Oh, is there like an actual recipe? Yeah, like we should make it and drink it. Mm, well, well, I don't know what some of these things are. No. So, we remember to post a video of us making it. I don't know. We'll have to find out. I don't know how to say some of this. Leith, lethe, lethe river water, mistletoe berries, valerian sprigs, and it says standard ingredient. So I don't know what that means. It's almost Christmas. Says mistletoe in it. We have no. to make it. We should make it for our feast. Add two drops Why do you of look the. At me when you say that. because oh. <laughs> you're the cook. Yeah. Yeah, but Megan, you cook too. I'll make the forgetfulness potion. Will you remember to do it? But um, that's such a, we keep. We have to stop making that joke. We've made it probably fifty <laughs> times already, and people are like, "All right, we get it. What it's joke? not funny." But um, get it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? He is over us. I am. <laughs> She's always over us. I'm ready to read. Okay, so you add two drops of the lethe, however you say it, river water to to the cauldron and gently heat for 20 seconds. Add two valerian sprigs. Stir clockwise three times. Wave your wand and allow to brew for 45 minutes. And then it says to the mortar, add two measures of standard ingredient, whatever that is. And four mistletoe berries crushed to a fine powder. Add two pinches of the powder to the cauldron. Stir five times anti-clockwise. Counterclockwise, anyone? <laughs> and that's what it says. And then wave your wand to finish. Just um, a little interesting fact. Is there a picture? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. I just want to know what color it was. That's all. Hmm. I kind of feel like it'd be like... Or green? <laughs> I was going to say black. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of like... Like a, a black hole? Like a... Yeah, black oh, I like that. So, Professor Binns, um, there's. Stu- oh, 
I have a question. Sure. Potion. Go ahead. When it says forgetfulness potion, do you think that that means that it helps you not forget or it makes you forgetful? Mm. I would, in my view, I think it would be like you give it to someone to be like, kind of forget the conversation we just had. Okay. Kind of thing. That's my take on it. I would, yeah. That's how I thought of it too, but I've never thought of it another way. So yeah. I don't know. Perspective. Mm. It's all about perspective. Um, Professor Binns, the students had to write about batty old wizards inventing self-stirring cauldrons. So those are the exams. I like that they all cheer when they're done with History of Magic. Oh, my gosh. I would, too. I bet that was brutal. And then um, we also find out at the beginning of the chapter that Harry Scar has been hurting since their adventure in the forest. And he's not been really talking about it with um, Ron and Hermione. Um, This is kind of like... I'm sorry. The... starting where his scar hurts and he's like not telling them just yet. And then he usually will like, he'll like he bounces back and forth between the series between like telling them every single time and then like completely hiding it from them. You're right. So he's hiding it from them right now. And then, um, he's been having his old dreams with the green light. (sighs) Don't do this today, Katie. Oh, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I practiced. Um, So the green light is back, and now it's accompanied by a hooded figure dripping with blood. Poor Harry. He's 11 years old, and he has these terrible dreams. Yeah, that's a terrifying Mm. dream to have. Well, especially since it's based on what happened in real life. Yeah. Sorry, I got really loud there because it (laughs) jumped on the thing. But, like, I... (laughs) Yeah. I just feel so bad for him. Oh. All right. Me too. Poor Harry. So um, now that their exams are over, Hermione apparently would like to go through each and every exam. Are we shocked? No. And I, you know what? It just reminded me of me as a student. Like, I would do that, too. Do you remember, like, oh. Katie, like, me and you in college? Like, we would go to a college, like, exam, and then afterwards I would be like, oh, what about this question? And, like, what did you say for this? And none, none, none. <laughs> we, would yeah. do that. we did that in high school, too. And yeah. then you're like, oh, no, I don't know. I didn't think I got that one wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, like, so reminded me of me going, reading that again. Um, I so know. I when I'm done, would... I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, over it. I'm, a, I'm one of those people that I take tests really fast because if I don't Same. know the question... I'm not going to know it. No. So, like, yeah. but I won't be the first one. I'll be, like, the second person to turn it in. And, like, I once had a teacher, they're, like... Because there's people that get test anxiety when they see all these other people, like quickly turning in their tests mm-hmm. and they're like just because they're turning them in fast doesn't mean they're all right and i'm thinking i say that to my yep, students all like, the time yeah because i just either i know the yeah. answer or i don't and i'm not gonna like I unless it's something like where like in the i know i know what i just had to take me a minute than, I, yeah, see, I just <laughs> i just always Same think skin roll. <laughs> i just always think like when i was when i would take tests if i didn't know the answer right after i read the question then i don't know the answer what? i mean like that's how I always well, felt. No, that's not If true. it's multiple I would skip choice. It. Yeah, skip I, it and go back. Yeah, I would skip it and go back. And then with multiple choice, there's like a way where I can get most of the answers correct because I'm like, well, that's not, like I would whittle it down. Yeah. Whittle it. Whittle it. So um, she was talking about the history of magic exam and mentioned the 1637 werewolf conduct code and Elfric the Eager. So I thought that I would do a little bit of research on them and see what they are. So... The 1637 Werewolf Code of Conduct, I actually was able to find some info on, on the lexicon. It says it was meant to give werewolves a framework for coexisting safely and legally within the wizarding world. Werewolves were required to sign a copy of the code and promise to regain... 
refrain. Oh, refrain from attacking and biting non-werewolves. Sorry, guys, I have a typo there. Um, they were also supposed to lock themselves away during their wolf transformation periods. But as no undeclared werewolf ever wanted to go into the ministry and admit to being one, no one ever signed up to the code. Literally no one? Yeah. Where's their source? I don't remember. Because I know they they do add sources to all their their articles. Yeah, they do. 1637, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Werewolf code. So this is a little off topic. But on werewolves. So, like, you know how a vampire, like, they want to drink blood? Do yeah. Vam- do werewolves want to, like, eat people? It depends. I feel like Fenrir is a totally different. Well, but he, about- he himself, I think he's, I like, don't, pre, I, think the- I would say pre-Fenrir being a werewolf was probably still a not nice person. Yeah. Like Remus yeah. was, like, if he was never a werewolf, he's a good dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, are you talking about human form or werewolf? Form? Werewolf form. I think. That oh, they all have that. Your path, yeah. you're gonna, your path, you're gonna eat it. So like, what's with wolfbane? I said that wrong. Wolfsbane potion. Wolfsbane potion basically keeps docile. you as yourself, but you still have to transform. So when you are drinking your wolfsbane, that I can't say correctly, and. You're a werewolf. It's now you're transformed, and you see like your best buddy. Are you gonna well, do it? Well, that's no, because you're okay. still yeah. in your okay. right mind when you drink it. Okay. Well, and that's part of the reason why the Marauders became animagi. Mm-hmm. Is that how we want to say the plural? That reminds me. Of, so they um, could hang with him safely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, did you find it? It's okay if you didn't. We can come back to it. Well, I found. I, I found it on the wiki. Let me see what their their source is. Writing by J.K. Rowling, werewolves at Pottermore. Oh, okay. So I can hang with that. <laughs> um, Elfric the Eager was a little harder. There's not much. There's no real information. But for whatever reason, people think that it's likely he was a goblin and the leader of a goblin rebellion. But that's really all that they come up with. And I'm not really sure hmm. why they think that. It was just what I found online. Um, let me pull up that source really quick. You know, too. seriously, this is why we need an encyclopedia. I know. Yes. Like, we legit need it. There's too many sources out there that aren't, like, legitimate sources. I think it's. I think that's what Pottermore is supposed to be. But it's not. I agree. So, oh, I agree. Uh, but I think that that might be her thinking behind no. Pottermore. Mm-hmm. No, Joe, no. So it says that <laughs> the only... Um, the only source on this is Sorcerer Stone, them mentioning it, but... They don't say anything about being a goblin. They don't. However, it says that... It says he was responsible for a revolt. Doesn't it in the book say something like that? Is that how you pronounce the word? A revolt? Revolt. Sorry. A revolt. It says, since he was responsible for a revolt... Revolt. Yep. <laughs> and is covered in a history of magic class. It is likely he was a goblin. However, this has not yet been confirmed. So it's just speculation. Okay. Right. Well, speculation. So we don't really know who Elfric the Eager is. Okay. Um, so anyway, after exams ended, now the trio decided to go down to the lake and just kind of hang out and enjoy the nice weather because they have a week to just hang around at Hogwarts, apparently. Do and we they know what the date is? I mean, they go June? pretty late into the year. June? It's definitely June it's sometime. June. And I think it might even kind of be like later in June because during Gobble mm. to Fire. Like mid-June? Yeah, Gobble okay. to Fire, like mid-June is when 
That's one of the nice. tasks, the yeah. last task, I think, yeah. is. Okay. Mm. Um, so I thought it was funny that they pointed out that they saw the Weasley twins and Lee Jordan tickling the tentacles of the giant squid. He was basking <laughs> in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ron couldn't be happier that exams are over and that they have a whole week off before they get to go home and then they find out how they did. Why do they have to stay at school to find out their exam results? That just seems really weird to me because I, I know as, you know, like tests and stuff like that that we would take at school, like it, we would oh. just get it in the mail. Yeah. Two things. One, it that he did, Cedric Diggory died June 24th. So that was that's the last thought, task. Yeah. Oh, dang. That's then, late. Yeah. Isn't it? And they then, have a um, short summer. They go back they have to September. A bananas yeah. short summer. Um, that's good for well, Harry, though. But they also, don't they get a week off for Easter and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have Christmas holidays. Um, well, we have those. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, break. I would say every month for Hogwarts. Like, I wouldn't go home. Um, what was my other thing that I was going to say? What were we just I talking about? You're- oh, why they're staying. Maybe because if they do fail... They have to like the Redo teachers have to have a con- yeah and like, like have to have a conversation with them. Yeah. And- well, I was wondering, um, is it because do the older students have more exams mm. or like they have the written and they have like the practical piece? Maybe is it Could because be. of them? Could be because I don't ever remember. I don't know about the other books if there's like this long period of time after exams because I usually like they're canceled. Never, yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's never really so talked maybe, about again. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. What do you guys think? Tell us. Yeah. yeah. Give us your theories about that. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. 
That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, so Harry brings up that his scar is hurting him. And Hermione tells him to go to Madame Pomfrey. But Harry's convinced that it's a warning that danger is coming. And I wrote in all capital letters, is Harry really this smart? I think so. Definitely. I wrote in my notes, Mars is bright. I think he can feel it in his bones. In his soul. Can you feel it in his horcrux? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Horcruxes are going to horcrux. Um, Harry's super worried, though. Mars is bright. I don't know. I, like I said, like he doesn't get all the credit that is due to him because after reading this, and I was like, Harry figured a lot of this out. Mm-hmm. He did, and Hermione didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's, the movies, the movies point. are like major, like mm-hmm. at fault for that. But um, he figured out so much stuff. Yeah. So yes, my answer is yes. And like going back to that, an eleven-year-old boy figured all this out. Yeah, but and he's he, an exceptional. He, he, uh, He's, he's still eleven. One. He's still eleven years old, and you're hiding a stone that's super valuable in a in a school. I it just whereas no other student would have any other reason to know. No, but like even if they did, out. like if a, if three eleven year old, well, no, two twelve year olds and an eleven year old can get through all. I, it's just, well, here's the thing. I've been like reading a lot about it, but like Dumbledore was. This was all kind of like in my head canon training him yeah yeah for sure that's a whole other issue mm-hmm. i have and i go can i go back to where i said i think that the room of requirement was where the, he left the mirror i don't think it was the room of requirement anymore i think it was a random classroom no yeah. you know when someone yeah wrote they're like we don't think it was yeah because i like, forgot about the you have to walk you, past it blah blah yeah. blah like definitely not so yeah. headcanon out yeah. um so we agree with because I, I think it makes sense, like you're saying, with Dumbledore training him to being, I'm going to put this in his way. Oh, how convenient. So you have the cloak. Yes. yes. But, like, it's so crazy that he had, he, he, he knew James, and he just, how, I just wonder, like, what all is Dumbledore capable of? Because he's piecing all of these things together like a friggin' puppet master, mm-hmm. and Harry's doing every single one of these mm-hmm. things, just Without like he fail. thought. So, mm-hmm. like... What's going on, Dumbledore? What kind of powers do you have that we don't know about? Because we know he can do other stuff that no other wizards can do. Yeah. Like, is this epic, like... Well, and he knows... I wonder if Dumbledore is a Legilimens. Legilimens, oh, but also... Um, I guarantee fortune it. Fortune-telling stuff. Give me a word. Fortune-telling. A seer? Like a, a seer. seer, yeah. Could be. Can he, like, like, see, like, oh, if I'm going to do... I, can, I know that he's going to adventure this. out. I'm going to put this yeah, here. Yeah. Like, Well, and he knows, too. Like, he, you see him, in the, especially in the last chapter, when he's, like, explaining everything to Harry. He knows exactly everything. what's going... Everything. Every, like, he, <laughs> he knows what's going to happen. Like, he yes. knows that Harry's going to have to die. Like, he knows that. 
and or he he it's his one it's his best guess right and his guesses are usually yeah. correct yes yeah. and at the end of the seventh book he also says from what i gather that he also knew that harry wasn't really gonna die oh yeah 100 percent because he said well, that, that his think, guesses are usually think, correct yes for mm-hmm. a long time i think that he thought harry really was gonna die but then as time progressed I think that he then saw that there was a flaw and that it could be stopped, but he couldn't Can't let tell him that. that. He couldn't obviously tell Harry or Snape or anybody that because mm-hmm. if Harry knew that he wasn't actually going to die, that sacrifice wouldn't have happened. Yeah. There's a lot of things that were, I mean, we should probably cut this conversation off, but when we go back into this, a lot of people really don't like Dumbledore for what he do- had done. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people really love Dumbledore. And I was kind of on when I was started. I love Dumbledore. And then I was like, oh, my God, as I'm connecting all these things, you're kind of awful. But now, after piecing all my things together, Mm. I love him again. And I'll tell you why later on. And, you know, about five years. We could do do a separate episode like we're going to we're going to do. We're going to have to do one slash a million on Snape. Because there's so much to talk about him, but we can go delve and deeper into knows? each of our like series about every professor. Like Dumbledore, there's so much to say about him, and there's yeah. so much yeah, to speculate yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah, and why he did the things that he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to chapter <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> um, so Ron and Hermione are like super not worried about the Sorcerer's Stone at all at this point. They have been focused on exams. They're ready to be relaxed. They're ready for summer break. They don't care. But that is all Harry can think about. And here we also see, I don't know if anybody else made this connection, but we see an owl delivering a letter. And it's very specifically laid out in the chapter that Harry sees an owl carrying a letter to one of the towers in Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. Who's this letter going to? My speculation that it is the urgent letter from the ministry for Dumbledore. Which blew my mind. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, because it's just yeah. something because you're 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 reading and you're trying to get to something else. Yeah, you and almost overlook it. It's a yeah, pot, it's a yeah. Potter tic tac. <laughs> yes. Oh, so um, it's right after this that Harry suddenly has an epiphany, jumps up, and says that they must go and visit Hagrid immediately. Immediately, y'all can come Nightmare. over for some tea and uh, rock cakes. Stoat sandwiches. Sure. That sounds gross. That's what we're going to have at our Christmas We looked it up feast. last time. It's a weasel. Mm, did I tell you I was doing something that day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy every day you want to have it. So. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so Harry runs to go and see Hagrid because he has to ask him about the night that he won Norbert. And Tiffany pointed out it was funny that Hagrid's like, oh, do you guys want to drink or something? Because it's so hot. And Ron's like, yes, please. Because he's always wanting something to eat or drink. <laughs> always. Um, so they question him about, or Harry questions them about, questions Hagrid about that night. And Hagrid doesn't know what the guy looked like. He said he kept his hood up and he can't really remember what happened because the stranger kept buying him drinks. <laughs> Very suspicious. But Harry pries it out of him. And let me pull this up. So Hagrid says that they started talking about the creatures that he took care of because they were playing for this dragon egg. And he says, oh, you know, after Fluffy, I can handle a dragon. That would be easy. (laughs) And Harry's like, oh, man, did he seem interested in Fluffy? And Hagrid's like, well, yeah, of course. You don't see a lot of three-headed dogs. Fluffy's a piece of cake. You just play him a bit of music and he goes straight to sleep. And then he's like, oh, no. I shouldn't have told you that. What did I do? I shouldn't have said that. I should not have told you that. So (laughs) Hagrid spills the beans. Harry, Ron, and Hermione peace out like immediately. Peace out. And they run to go see Dumbledore. And I thought it was funny that 
they're like, okay, let's find his office. And they just start looking around. Like, there's a <laughs> sign somewhere that says, you know, Dumbledore's office this way. <laughs> um, but they end up running into McGonagall and find out that he had just left for the ministry. And they tell her that they know about the Sorcerer's Stone, and she drops her book. She's so shocked. Mm. Um, but I think it's kind of cool that McGonagall doesn't deny they're correct about the stone. She's baffled, but she doesn't tell them that they're lying or yeah. like, no way, you guys are crazy. She's like, yeah, I don't know how you found out about it, but don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Harry knows that it's tonight that Snape, who they think, is going to steal the stone. And, of course, he, like, turns up right behind them because Snape's creepy like that. Yeah. Do you think he's keeping tabs on Harry? Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Probably following around a little He's bit. always somewhere. You're right. So they decide to have Hermione tail him, try and keep an eye on him, but that doesn't end up working. So Harry's like, you know what? I got to go down and get the stone first before he does. And Hermione and Ron think he's crazy. Like, you'll be expelled. And then Harry goes into this heroic explosion. Dude. Yes. And it's crazy. He talks about like, I'll never go to the dark side. Is the Star Wars? I don't know. Do you want me to read Star it? Wars. Yes. I wrote it in my notes with a little smiley face. Oh no! What happened? That's Sarah's got it. That's not oh, it. do you want me? Oh, you're right. You can read it if hand. you want. Yeah, go ahead. You want you want me to? Yeah, you'll do it better than I will. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you want me to read the whole thing? Starting sure. with so what? Yeah. Oh God. Do the voices. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Says, so what, Harry shouted. Don't you understand? If Snape gets a hold of the stone, Voldemort's coming back. Haven't you heard that what it was like when he was trying to take over? There won't be any Hogwarts to get expelled from. He'll flatten it or turn it into a, sto- a school for the dark arts. Morgan and Burke. Losing points doesn't matter anymore, can't you see? Do you think he'd leave a, you and your families alone if Gryffindor wins the House Cup? If I get caught before I get to the stone, well, I'll have to go back to the Dursleys and wait for Voldemort to find me there. It's only dying a bit later than I would have because I'm never going over to the dark side. I'm going to I'm going through that trapdoor tonight, and nothing you two say, nothing you two say is going to stop me. Voldemort killed my parents. Remember? He glared at them. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that for the first time, and I was like, "Whoa!" It's yeah. a preview of Caps Lock, Harry. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Dude, it does start with some Caps Lock. So right there. what? <laughs> but Hermione says, "You're right." You know, they both agree with him. And their loyalty really shows because Harry doesn't think they're going to go with them. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, are you crazy? You're, you wouldn't survive without us. Pretty and Hermione, yes. I just want to point out that Harry, from book one to book seven, doesn't learn anything. <sighs> like, you think you can go on your own. Your friends are like, no, we're coming with you, you idiot. Like, yeah, pretty and much. that's like a lesson like for life. Like, yeah, you can't do it alone. But I can't do it alone. <laughs> but Sarah pointed out that this is another example of them being stronger together. Mm-hmm. And Hermione says, like, even if we do get caught, they're not going to expel me. I got 112% on my exam with Flitwick. Thank you. She's getting a little sassy. How does one get 112 It's Hermione. I don't know. questions. I'm I just saying I had 103% in geometry. A little she, flair she maybe that. to whatever she was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, showed a little leg. <laughs> that is not the way she operates, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Well, right. So uh, now they're um, at my favorite place, which is dinner. <laughs> <laughs> So after dinner, they wait nervously in the common room. 
they're all sitting separately and no one's bothering them because they're still mad about the whole them losing points. Mm. So they're all kind of sitting separately, um, which I already said. <laughs> You're all right. So everyone leaves the common room to go to bed. Um, Lee, I think Lee Jordan's the last one to leave. So Harry goes and gets his cloak. And at the last minute, he grabs the flute that Hagrid made him for Christmas because um, he's not in the mood for singing. I remember that. I, th- I remember thinking, oh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he'd be good at all. Um, and so just as they're about to go back to the common room, they're about to put their cloak on and, uh, they're stopped by Neville who stands up to them, um, and telling them like, you're going to lose Gryffindor more points. And he's like, I'll fight you if I have to. And I say that just shows how brave Neville is to stand Mm -hmm. up to his friends. And he's a true Gryffindor. Yeah. Um, so in order not to fight him and to get to the stone faster, Hermione uses a spell, Petrificus Totalis. Um, which is a body binding spell, which we see goes all the way to Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, hello. And so I was trying to like look up like because it's like a curse. I don't know if it's a curse or we called it a jinx. And there's nothing on Pottermore about jinxes. So the Webster's <laughs> Dictionary. Seriously? No, nothing. I'm going to tell you. There's stuff about this spells is- and charms. Mm-hmm. So the definition of jinx, according to um, MerriamWebster.com, is one that brings bad luck. So that so makes no. sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but no. So then on Pottermore, if you look up spells and charms, um, it literally has a picture of Bellatrix, and it says spells and charms cast with a swish and a flick. What? And the right incantation. Really? Yes, I, yes, I had. I'm like, oh, I had to say that. Pottermore, thanks for the shout out. Yeah, Pottermore just gave <laughs> us a shout out. And so they have um, spell profiles and everything. And so they have a bunch of spells. If you want to see it, we'll um, put it on our Facebook page. Um, they've got all types. And then poor little Neville's face. <laughs> it says so. The Petrificus totalis, also known as the full body bind, it's paralysizes. I don't know if that's what how paralysis. You say but that's not what it looks like. The victim. Um, and you see Dueling Club, a bunch of other stuff. And then there's um, the etymology, I believe is how you say that, of Harry Potter's like spell. Um, Harry Potter spells. And it's heavily influenced by... It just kind of tells you where she got the name from. So Petra, which is derived from the word Petros, which means rock in Greek. And then fictus is a Latin suffix which denotes making or doing something. And totalis is a loose reworking of total... Totality. Well, that's not what it says. It's T-O-T-A-L-I-S, which once again is Latin meaning of total or entire. So roughly speaking, petrificus totalis translates to make rock totally. (laughs) (laughs) And it says, which we're sure victims of the curse, such as Neville Longbottom... Totally understand all too well. Whoa. And, uh, Poor Neville. Oh, I did. I put the links in. Um, and so they kind of have a bad feeling because they leave, um, like leaving Neville on the floor in the common room. So yeah, they that's make not their way like to Fluffy. A, that's not like a good way to start. Yeah. This. It's, it's, literally, like, it's kind of like a bad omen. Yeah. yeah. Um, just cause like that's their friend. And I literally wrote on the side of my book. I was like, poor Neville. I'm like, they do they feel bad like they had to do that to Neville and especially because like he already thinks that that they don't really like him all that much because they were lying about right. like the whole thing and getting in trouble with the dragon and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they see Mrs. Norris on their way, but she doesn't. She seems to like know that there's something there, but she doesn't 
make her way over there because she can't actually see them because they're under the invisibility cloak. Right. Um, and then they see Peeves, who knows that there's something there, but he can't see them. And he says, Little no, you're there. Even if I can't see you, are you a ghoulie or a ghostie or wee student beastie? <laughs> um, and then Harry pretends to be the bloody Baron and says he has a reason for being invisible. Peeves instantly is scared and apologizes to the Baron. And Harry tells him to stay away from this place tonight. Again, he can't pick up a letter off the floor, but he can come up with this brilliant plan. That's all I have to say. Right, like straight up, <laughs> like out of nowhere. Yep. Uh, that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> um, so I think it's interesting. Like, I wonder why he, what happened to make Peeves afraid of the Bloody Baron so much? Yeah. And like, how does Harry know that? Do we see that in the rest of the book? We don't. He just knows that, right? I don't know. I, can't remember. I don't know where does we learn it. Him? Maybe. Oh, could be. Maybe. I think that he does. Nick. Mm-hmm. I think nearly headless Nick tells it's him. It's Sir Nicholas, if you don't mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they finally make it to Fluffy in the trap door. Um, they see the door is already open and there's a harp laying on the floor. Um, so they know that Snape is already inside. So Harry tries again to go down by himself, but Harry and her... But Harry and Hermione won't let him. So Ron and Hermione won't let Harry go by himself. So he starts playing the flute, him being Harry, um, to get Fluffy, to keep Fluffy asleep. And then he hands it to Hermione. Harry jumps down, followed by Ron. um, And then Hermione is the last one to go. True. All right. So Harry drops with a flump, quote, onto something soft. That is such a good description word because I like hear that noise when you say Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I love it. Um, and he gives the okay so the rest of them come down and land. And Hermione makes the comment that they must be miles under the school. Do you think that's exaggerated or do you think that's probably true? I Maybe, because I like the description of like the trapdoor looked like a postage stamp. It was so small. Mm. So yeah, maybe that's they a, were that's miles. That's a great distance, yeah. Even if it's like two, you know what I mean? Yeah. That makes me wonder if maybe they were... Um, By the Chamber of Secrets? Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's scary (laughs) because the basilisk was still alive at that moment. The chamber of secrets does not exist. Right. It's a secret. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So all of a sudden, they realize that the plant has twisted its vines around their legs, holding them down. And Hermione ends up breaking free. So the more that the boys struggle, the more that they are trapped. And we find out that um, this is the devil's snare. Okay. And so I wanted to look up a little more about the devil's snare. So I found it on the lexicon. It says devil's snare is composed of a mass of soft springy tendrils and vines that possess some sense of touch. So that reminds me of like a Venus flytrap Mm -hmm. in a sense. And it says devil's snare uses its creepers and tendrils to ensnare anyone who touches it, binding their arms and legs and eventually choking them to death. It's like a, was that a python that does that? Yeah. So there's also, there's a few instances of the devil's snare throughout the series. Um, So obviously, Sorcerer's Stone, which we're in right now. And then um, a cutting of a devil's snare is passed off as a potted plant in St. Mungo's in Order of the Phoenix. Smuggles. Huh? Smuggling. Smuggling. Are they smuggling it in? Is that what you said? Well, yeah. No, it's in St. Mungo's. Like, they, somebody they brought it in. It's one that yeah. I think it, like, kills someone, actually. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. And then uh, Professor Sprout actually uses it 
as a weapon against the Death Eaters in Deathly Hollows. That's right. I forgot about so that. So that's some little interesting tidbits of information. That um, whole thing in St. Mungo's turns out to be a pretty big plot point, too, in that book. Yeah, it does. Um, so I also wanted to look up, like, what Devil's Snare, like, if, like, if it was real. So it is. <coughs> Go ahead, Sarah. I must must ask you a question, <laughs> but yeah. I'll shave it for later. Okay. <laughs> Sarah and Megan are wearing mustaches right now. <laughs> so it is a real plant. It co- goes by many different names. Um, moonflower, thorn apple, devil's weed, devil's trumpet, um, devil's cucumber, loco weed, yeah. stink weed, I've heard jimson of stink weed. weed. So there are a bunch of different names. And if you look at a picture of it, it's got like super spiky leaves, which kind of like double, like double horns or something like that. So I can see it's a real thing. And I like that Joe uses a real thing. So as they're panicking, Hermione is like, she's faltering and figuring this out. And Harry ends up choking out the words light. So like light a fire when she says it it likes the dark and the damp. Mm -hmm. And then Hermione says that there's no wood. One of my favorite moments. So Ron kindly screams, have you gone mad? Are you a witch or not? (laughs) Best line ever. And I love it. And I wanted to point out that this portion of the story shows where Hermione begins and becoming an epic BA witch. Because right now she's failing at kind of those instinctual moves to survive. I wouldn't say failing. Oh, I would. No, I wouldn't. Oh, I 100% would. I mean, when we, can, pressure. we can agree to disagree on that. That's totally fine. But this shows where her story kind of starts and her arc goes. <laughs> I can't laugh with this mustache. <laughs> I told you it feels really weird. weird. I, wonder, I almost said, I wonder if mustaches feel like this. No, they don't because they're not taped on. <laughs> Anyways. It feels so weird. I just want to laugh, but I can't. Okay. So she's not, like, quick enough to figure this out as they're being choked to death. So I like that this is where she begins. And doesn't she say in a later book to Ron, because he does something, and he she's like, are you a wizard or not? And he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a connection. That's full funny. circle. Anyways. So and I'm really mad that they left that out of the movie. Mm-hmm. But we've discussed it. They give. Um, but have you gone Ron's, mad? Are you a yeah. witch or not? Oh, they give, how Hermione actually like yeah. takes a wrong step here and messes up. Yeah, they take that out. Yeah, it's annoying. So I just like that she grows over time into a quick thinking witch in the time yes. of danger because she does. I mean, if you think about um, leaving the wedding, mm-hmm. 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 I was just thinking that. Yes, so like, prepared. Like. So she's she learns as she goes, and I just well, love that. She's a woman, and she's smart. So, <laughs> so Ron basically helps save the day. Hermione creates her bluebell flames, and the devil snare releases the voice. So they're down there, and Harry's mind starts to race about like what could be in front of them because that was only the first thing, and they almost died. So um, he's thinking like. <laughs> At Gringotts, like, maybe are there dragons down here? He just dealt with a dragon. He probably doesn't want to think about that anymore. But then Ron hears something, um, a soft rustling and a clinking sound. And I think someone asks, do you think it's a ghost? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they fall- If it was a ghost, 
They shouldn't be afraid with all their experience with the goat. Yeah, not only that, but like honestly, what could a ghost do? I don't to know. Protect something, you know. A poltergeist probably could. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that a ghost would really be able to do much because they're not afraid of them. them. They're like, ooh, I'm a ghost. Right? Yeah, ah! they're gonna be like, okay, cool. I hang out with you all the time. You're one like, of my teachers. They'd be like, excuse me, walk right through you. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. oh, get a little shiver, but I'm just gonna keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> a little shiver. Um, they follow those sounds into a brilliantly lit chamber, which is kind of interesting since they were just in like such a dark and damp area mm-hmm. um, with what appeared to be small, jeweled, bright birds. It's pretty weird how all the rooms that they go through are so different, but they're connected. Mm-hmm. It just makes me think, like, what are else we, is in Hogwarts? You did know? you talk about whose room the Devil's Snare was? I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. That? No, I didn't. Okay. That was Professor Sprout's. I just wanted to make sure because I, I wanted... I thought we were going to say. We were, and then I forgot. So uh, <laughs> I, re- I reminded you. And then I forgot. Um, so, yes, that was Professor Sprout's um, protection. And so they feel like they're going to be attacked by these uh, birds. So Harry chances it. He runs across the room. Nothing happens. And then he realizes that they're keys. And so they have to catch the correct key to open the door. Ron is the person that figures out what this key should look like. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ron. You're underrated, dude. God, book mm-hmm. Ron is so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. Just like book Jenny. Book Weasleys oh, are just better. Yeah. Agre- yes. I will say, though. And they're all there in the books. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I still love Rupert Grint. Oh, oh He did yeah. a great Ron. I mean, they just, just didn't give yeah. him good material. Yeah. It was this good enough, writing. Like better, they writing. He needed better material. Yeah. Fred and George are probably the only ones that go very well between book and agreed yeah Yeah. although of course they're still better in the book right yes um so ron examines the lock and the door to try to figure out what the key might look like i literally was like at the where he examines the lecture i'm like not dumb not dumb (laughs) you're right and then i wrote that he's wildly underrated Mm -hmm. but it um it appears to be a silver that was a good one thank you match to the handle so the trio gets on brooms, which we know Hermione hates flying, which I, I poor Hermione at this point. She first she like can't figure it out and now she's got to fly. So she's probably just really upset. Her moment's coming. Yes, don't that's worry. that's true. And honestly, I don't think they would have gotten anywhere without her because they nope, don't have no. they have logic, but they don't have that kind of logic. Nope. Yeah. Um. So the trio gets on brooms and they fly to catch the key. Harry, being the seeker, spots it and it has bright blue wings. And he devises a plan so that they can catch the key. And he ends up smashing it against a wall to catch it. Hashtag poor key. (laughs) And the battered key unlocks the door into the next chamber and the next protection. So these keys are Professor Flitwick's charmed keys. Yes, ma'am. Yes. I'd also like to point out that um, in the movie, Harry's the only one on the broom where it mm. takes all three of them to corner the key to get it so mm-hmm. they are stronger together. And they, they even also... tried. They tried to just like go get it, yeah. but they couldn't. And that's why Harry had to come up with like that plan. Yeah. They also like the keys don't start swarming and attacking them in the book no. like they do in the movie. Yeah, yeah, they're just like evading. So much drama. There is so much drama. Well, it's like a soap opera. That's what they do in the For movies. the movies. Yep. All right. So here is where we come across Professor McGonagall's room, her little contribution to this. Um, Which is brutal. It is pretty brutal. But, I mean, as it should be. It kind of sounds like her, though. Like, she's kind of brutal. However, 
When you think about all the things that Professor McGonagall has contributed in terms of protection, um, like when she had all of the suits of armor mm-hmm. come to life. Mm. I, I was mean, just thinking that. She's a gift. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just her thing. Yeah. So, not a bad thing. Her being brutal is not a bad thing. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. She's awesome. Um, so they come across a massive chessboard that is beyond life size, like bigger than them. Mm-hmm. And there are pieces missing on the set for them to replace, right? Or is that a movieism? I think that's a movieism. It's a movieism. Okay, okay, choose, okay. They can choose. Yeah, yeah no, because Ron, cho- Ron chooses their off. pieces. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I did just read this chapter the other day. As for me, I'm going to be a knight. So yeah. Ron tells them where to go. Um, and Tiffany has a cool correlation between <laughs> the pieces. It's not a theory. It's not a theory. <laughs> it, it's cool correlation between the pieces that they play in the chess room and who they are as people. So, so I'm going to let her discuss it. Yeah. So as I was reading this, I was like, there's always something behind Joe's stuff. And she always has reasoning for things. So I just wanted to look up what the pieces meant and just by like literal definition. So mm-hmm. Harry was a bishop and bishops are typically in charge of a diocese. So Harry typically in charge. That kind of goes. Mm-hmm. Hermione was a castle, which is a stronghold um, fortified against attacks. I see her as a complete stronghold. Like yeah. she's always protecting them and taking care of them. And then Ron was a knight, and knights are um, men who serve their sovereign. So Ron, I don't want to say he serves Harry, but he he, he aids him and he helps him. Um, and so that's kind of service in a way. So I just thought that was interesting how all of those kind of connect to the characters. Yeah, definitely. It's I not a theory. It. <laughs> it's totally a theory. It's not a theory. Because you're correlating them to the pieces, it's a it's a theory. It's a compliment know. to you to say it's a theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Ron here. <laughs> let's talk Ron. about Ron. I think Ron. that this is where Ron, Ron shows us that he's truly a Gryffindor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I mean, I it's him. not that he shows us that he should be in any other house at any other time of the book, but like this is just where it really shines through. Agreed. He occasionally disappoints me during the series as a whole in terms of his Gryffindorness as well. Mm. Um so this moment almost makes up for all those other moments that he's annoying. When is he <laughs> annoying? When he just is when he, mad he like at ducks Harry out, he's super emotional. And he gets a little jealous. Sometimes. He kind of he's will, got a lot of personal issues. He'll abandon Harry at times in the series he does, when yes. I think that he shouldn't, or his emotions get the better of him. Yeah. I can't take Mike seriously with this mustache on her face. I just <laughs> I love Ron. You look real good. I Thank mean, you. you look hot. I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> she's um, like, yeah. So the next room after Ron heroically gets them through this chess set Mm -hmm. and sacrifices himself, which which is epic. Um, Yeah. And, and I think that I don't, (laughs) are you okay? Myself. <laughs> so at this is, at this moment, I'm going to do a little comparison here between book to movie really quick. Go for it. Um, so they are in the chess scene. Ron is Where are the we leader at? Book or movie? here. 
I'm just doing generalized right okay. now. They're in the chess scene. Ron is leading them through this game mm-hmm. and they're about to win. Mm-hmm. But Harry realizes what Ron has to do in order to win. Mm-hmm. This happens in both book and movie, so this is fine. And Harry's like, no, don't. Like, what are you thinking? And then he kind of realizes that that really is what has to happen. That's really the only way to win. Mm -hmm. So he lets Ron sacrifice himself Mm -hmm. and then finishes the game, Mm -hmm. wins. Then they go over to Ron, like, make sure that he's not dead, hopefully. Um, And I, I... I don't like that they cut the potions room here from the movie yeah. because I think that it showed even more bravery of Ron to like tell them both to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in, in the book here, you know, he tells them, no, you need to continue. Like I'll be fine. Uh, and I liked that. And I wish that they would have done that in the movie. I just want to point out that a lot of people say that this is where um, Hermione fell in love with Ron because he sacrificed himself for her he and did. for Harry. You know how you said um, Harry is like, no, but then he realizes like it's like the only way. Dumbledore. It's the only way. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Ooh. But almost, you can also correlate it to like <laughs> Harry then does the exact same thing where everybody's he's using everybody. Himself. It's the only way. Guys. Well, yeah, we're like yeah. for the greater good. But but that's but, not a good phrase. But, I agree. But no, I agree. Use, true. That's a I Grindelwald agree. The way that he Correct. was using it was not nice. Right. Correct. It's all yeah. about perspective. Yeah. Indeed. Which good is the greater good? Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So um, Ron tells Harry and Hermione to continue. They go into the next room. It's the troll room. He's smelly and he's knocked out. Moving on. So they don't need to fight it, thankfully. And the troll room is all thanks to Quirrell, which we find out in a little bit. Mm -hmm. (gasps) What? Yeah, sorry. Wait, what? Moving on. I will say this is really itchy. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm not wearing one because Katie said that yesterday. Yeah, it was a little... Mine's not yeah. itchy yet. I just like really wish I could laugh without it falling off. It loosens up. Don't worry. <laughs> you get used to it. So I just the really next want a room, snack. I want to talk about my section of the podcast. Can she go <laughs> yeah. and do this? <laughs> so the next room is Snape's protection, which is not in the movie. And I think one of our listeners pointed out how this was the scene they were probably most disappointed mm-hmm. in that wasn't in yeah. the movie. Ever or just this movie? I think ever. <laughs> okay. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. But so they walk into this room and they don't notice anything frightening about it. Um, but as soon as they walk in, purple and black fire <laughs> trap them Hello. in the room. Um, and there are seven. Go ahead. Oh, oh got a little weird there. <laughs> seven different uh, potion bottles on a table. And Hermione sees that there's like parchment next to it and she picks it up and reads it. And she just she's so relieved because this is something logical. Yes. And she can figure it out. Apparently, so I'm gonna I read. I would not. Have oh no! Figured it out. I would be trapped in there yeah. forever. I'm just so smart. I don't know. I'd have to read it again to see if I could figure it out. Well, I'm gonna read also, it for She's you. about to read it right now. I, I was gonna say, but also, um, what's her face has the answer right after that. So, I would so then you can her, connect it. I would just read her answer. <laughs> so it says, 
Danger lies before you while safety lies behind. That's two, obvious. Two of us will help you, whichever you would find. One, one among us seven will let you move ahead. Another will transport the drinker back instead. Two among our number hold only nettle wine. Three of us are killers waiting hidden in line. Choose unless you wish to stay here forevermore. To help you in your choice, we give you these clues for... First, however slyly the potion tries to hide, you will always find some on Nettle Wine's left side. Second, different are those who stand at either end, but if you move, if you would move onward, neither is your friend. Third, as you see clearly, all are different size. Neither dwarf nor giant holds death in their insides. Fourth, the second left and the second on the right are twins once you taste them, though different at first sight. Yeah, I'd be so screwed. So like the, like the potions are in the small and the big bottle? I... Don't think so, is it? Does it? What'd you say? It just. The tiny one is the one that lets you through, isn't it? Yeah, I'm saying the good potions are the the dwarf and the giant bottle. They're not going to kill you. Well, it says neither dwarf nor giant holds death on their inside, but it could be nettle wine, right? Or it could be. um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a Ravenclaw. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Or Hermione. I'd be this so is screwed. Why Hermione, that she that has to have been her second house. Right? Oh yeah. Oh well, oh, yeah. yeah. So Hermione thankfully figures this out, and Harry was even worried. He's like, "We're going to be stuck in here forever." <laughs> I just love how as soon as she finishes reading it, she's like, "Brilliant!" She's like, like she yes. just like is so happy that this is what this task is. Like she finally can contribute here. She just like mm-hmm. reads it a couple times. She's like, okay, got it. You drink this, I drink that. We're mm-hmm. good. Um, so right before they're about to split up, because Harry decides, you know, you go back, get Ron, send an owl, just in case I can't hold Snape off, you know, send it to Dumbledore. I'm probably gonna need him. Um, she runs and hugs him and he's super embarrassed, which is really cute. Such kid stuff. And I, I just wanted to read what their little interaction was. And she said, Harry, you're a great wizard, you know. And he said, I'm not as good as you, said Harry, very embarrassed as she let go of him. Me, said Hermione, books and cleverness. There are more important things, friendship and bravery. And oh, Harry, be careful. So this shows how she is much more Gryffindor. And Ravenclaw. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or that's how she chooses, to, that's what she chooses to value. Exactly. She realizes what the important things are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they take their potions. Harry goes through the fire. And you know what? It's not Snape. And it's not even Voldemort. What? I have a question. Did Harry start the fire? Because we didn't start the fire. Ryan started the fire. <laughs> oh Shout out to the office. <laughs> All right. So, lightning bolt round. Questions be cool. I don't know why cool I re- spelled like that. So you don't like, like that? Cool. No, I like it. Cool. All right. Um, I have some prepped questions. You always do. I Otherwise, got- I wouldn't ask any because I can't think of them on the spot. All right. Like Sarah. <laughs> Radio <Awkward>. silence. <laughs> do you, you want to tell them what we did today? That could be awkward. We cuddled. We did cuddle, and it was everything I could ever dream of. All right. (laughs) Now, I brought this up in our um, Patreon hangout, but I wanted to bring it up now because it's a cool question. You too. My pop filter smells. Okay. Mine does not. Mine doesn't either. But (laughs) my question is... Katie, does yours? No. Maybe mine's from my halitosis. (sighs) 
Ask us some questions and I'll give you some answers. Will we see Professor Benz in the new Fantastic Beasts movie at Hogwarts? What does that have anything to do with what we're talking about? Because he was in we were talking about exams yeah. in the beginning of the chapter. And I just will thought we, it would be a good time to ask the question. Will we see him We were alive? talking about Harry Potter. Yeah, will we see a live, <laughs> so about this. A live Professor Benz? That uh-huh. would be pretty cool. I... Don't know because we didn't even see we, Professor Benz in the original movies. Now, did we? But I mean, these I, are these are different I bet you sets, we won't. so you never know. That'd be so cool, though. No, it would be really cool. But my I don't heart think wants that we would. it to be a yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, are we gonna see a love match between Dumbledore and Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts? Like, are they gonna be like macking on each other? I really I hope so. So do I. <laughs> macking? I don't think they macking, but like you'll know. <laughs> No, there wasn't a whole lot of rom. It'll be like subtle romance, like it was in the. No, the that's first fine. One. That's fine. I you want know, a little bit, I, but I want them to be stuff. like. I want them to be like. You want like Google ogle eyes? Yeah, yeah. There'll be a little love in the air. I don't know about Mackin. <laughs> I want to see Jude Law. Is this 1999? Are we saying Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Anyways, <laughs> I have I have a question pertaining to this chapter. In the room with the devil's snare, it says that there's water trickling down the walls. Do you think this is located by the lake? Probably. Well, you could also think about if you dig, like well, if you're at a lake on a beach and you dig even at the top of like the beach, mm-hmm. like farther away from the water and you dig a deep enough hole, you're going to get water. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not by the lake, I'm just wondering because the lake is crazy deep as we see yeah. in like mm-hmm. the tasks. So I wonder if this is like... I wonder if because it says they go miles under the school that it could just be the, like the piping. Mm-hmm. No, Megan, come on, be fun. Nope, <laughs> we're not fun on Sundays. Perspective. <laughs> and then my last question is: What do you think the letter that Al was carrying? What did you think it said? Dumbledore, oh. come to the ministry because we got I bet snacks. Because <laughs> we got <laughs> snacks. I bet you it was very simple and straightforward without giving much detail, but I bet you it was just like a letter from the minister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might make it more scary. I mean, he always gets letters letters from Fudge anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asking for help. But I wonder if he was like, oh, dark people are here. I don't like drinking if it's water urgent. with a mustache on. It feels really weird. I wonder if that's what men feel like. Yeah, is this what it feels like? Don't any of our listeners have mustaches? <laughs> is it weird? <laughs> what does it feel like when you drink water? Do you get food stuck in your beards? <laughs> Save it for later. I like it. Well, don't grow one. I can't, so that's good. <laughs> um, Those are all my questions. I have a question. Which of these rooms would you least... If you were in it like they did, like, the troll is dead. Not dead, but knocked out. Fluffy's, like, kind of already asleep. Which one would you least like to, like, have to go through? Potion. The potion one. Okay. The chess room. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be... Oh, yeah. I... Chess. So... I mean, like my dad had tried to teach me chess and we would play it a lot because I was cool and got like the Harry Potter chess set and I have like the it looks like the Harry Potter things like it's super sweet looking and because it looked so cool I wanted to play it all the time but I didn't really know what I was <laughs> doing um so like I know how to move the pieces and like how the pieces are supposed to move and all that kind of stuff and like I understand the concept of chess but I could never truly get a checkmate like I don't know how to do it I, every 
I don't know. I don't know what I do wrong or like what I don't understand, but I can always get checks, but I can never figure out how to get a checkmate. Mm. So I think that I would be totally screwed in that room. Yeah. I would hope that I could just like guess my way through. (laughs) My next question. But besides that, the potions room would be scary. Yeah. Who, if you could pick two out of the three of them, who would you pick to be with you? Like Harry Potter, yes. What do you mean, like going through the rooms? Mm-hmm, yeah, if you could, there only could be three of you, you and which of those pick two of those three people to go with Harry and Hermione. Yeah, same. Oh no, Ron and Harry, Ron and Hermione. Yeah, I pick Ron and Hermione as well. Mm-hmm. I would Harry. want Ron for the chess. Now, in real life, who would you pick if you could pick two other people? Same. You could, you would still pick them. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't pick your husband to go with you? Oh, I thought you meant like and, and anybody, well, like those, real people. Real us. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't want me to go with you. No. Um, <laughs> take Marty and Fozzie. <laughs> what is Fozzie going to do for he you? He can bite people. Bite the Who, troll. Who is he going to be biting? The troll. He wouldn't bite Quirrell. the troll. Mm. The devil snare. Mm-hmm. He'd nip that <laughs> right off. So who would you guys bring? Iggy Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Megan can't even smile with I her know. mustache on. She's like. <laughs> no, she looks like she's mad. Mm-hmm. I meant to smile. I was trying to smile. I'm sorry if I looked mad. Honestly, I don't know. I guess I would say um, Katie and our roommate, Chris. I'll definitely say Meg. Chris just has, um, he has good common sense, and I think that he would be helpful. That's true. Can I pick another person? And I feel like maybe he would know chess. Do you think he knows how to play chess? I'm going to find this out. That would be a deciding factor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we need help with that okay. room. So who would you pick, Katie? Probably Sims, depending okay. on the chest. All right. Tiffany, who's your other person? So Marty and your dad. <laughs> Shut the front door. I was just going to be like, I'd bring my dad and Marty. <laughs> Marty or Matt? Because they're both, they're both pretty They're bright. both pretty smart. And my dad's like the smartest dude. But yeah. 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 <laughs> so my God. I'm like, well, first of all, I don't have a significant other, so I can't bring them with me. But I bring my dad. You know I'm your surrogate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What other questions can I ask? You guys have questions? I have one. Okay. Because okay. I was thinking about when McGonagall was all shocked that they figured out about the Sorcerer's Stone. So I was thinking, who do you think has shocked McGonagall more in their time at Hogwarts, Harry or James? Oh. Harry. Just Harry. because of Voldemort. Harry. Yeah, just them. because it's a, on a bigger scale than yeah. James. That's like kid stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but... You know, but, but at the yeah. same time, I'm sure that McGonagall, well, I, I, McGonagall would have known about Lupin, I think, but she obviously didn't know that they were ever with him. Mm-hmm. So I think if she had ever found out about that, that may have rivaled Harry's Or did shocking. they? And they let it go because they knew that it was Lupin needed him. it. I don't they think that they known. would ever have been okay with students putting themselves in that type of type of gene. Oh, they couldn't have known because they didn't know that they were in They didn't know that Sirius was an Animagus to escape from mm. Azkaban. True. 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 All right, I have another question. Pretend you're a professor at Hogwarts. Oh. And professor dumb- Megan. <laughs> professor <laughs> Megan. It'd be actually <laughs> Professor Petrus. Uh, I like Professor Megan. Okay. Yeah. Makes mouse tears. <laughs> Professor makes mouse tears. <laughs> <laughs> so Dumbledore's ask you to um, put your own like mm. 
Hmm. protection on the stone, what would it be? And it has to have, like, you can't just be like, oh, I'd have another troll. No, what's something, like, you would want that pertains to something about your life? Hmm. Oh, pertains to my life. Yeah, but, like, you gotta have a correlation to you and the thing. Like, I feel like like, I would have taught potions. I don't know why, but I... In general, in your own personal (laughs) life. Like, like... Professor Snape does the potion. Like, <laughs> I can't look at you. Your mustache is twitching. <laughs> <laughs> but like, give me, what do you think? What do you think you would do? I don't know. Um, well, mine would be some sort of eating contest. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> mine would be trying to drink a gallon <laughs> of milk. <laughs> In an hour. <laughs> Oh, drink a gallon if you drink it and you keep it down, you get to go. <laughs> oh my gosh! So no Don't try that at home. I guess you vomit everywhere if you drink a gallon of milk in under an hour. I want to like say mine would be like a charm of some kind, but I don't know like what. That's what I was thinking because like I I envision myself teaching potions, so I think I don't think I would have done something like a logic thing like what Snape did mm-hmm. I would have you, to create the you would actually have to brew the potion and it would have oh. to be correct and you'd have to drink it to get through the flames or something like okay. that Okay, you to, like, put that's kind of tr- what I envision a charm on the door to make it open for you I don't know not a little more though obviously maybe I'd make someone read something in a different language they don't know because I can't read do you know what I thought what if we had like something like the egg in the task, and it was in like Mermish. So if you don't know Mermish, oh yeah, sorry Charlie, you can't go through because <laughs> yeah. it would like tell you exactly how to get like an obstacle course. And then I, okay, I have one other question. Sure. Did you reading this mm. s- still think it was Voldemort? Not Voldemort, Snape. What on the yes. reread? Just in general, no. not on the reread. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking like, about? Like the first time, like were I you like, I, oh, yeah, OMG, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, when it said not even Snape, and then I was like, what? I remember being very shocked. <laughs> yeah, I remember turning to the next chapter when you find out who it is, and I was, and like, it tells you right away. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's all my questions. My, I have. my little eleven-year-old mind was blown. Oh, I'll ask you. I'll ask one other question. Do you think Hermione fell in love with Ron during this? I'm sure it was a contributing factor yeah. to how much she liked him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it helped. Yep. Yep. Oops. I don't Do you think, think they bring it up now that they're like old and gray. Do you remember when you sacrificed yourself? Still gives me the butterflies. The butterflies. Yes. All right. I'm done with my questions. All right. Do we want to move on to our fan story? Yes, please. Sure. If everyone's done. Well, I'm never done. Well, you can interrupt me if you think of something else. <laughs> so this fan story comes from Brittany Johnston Cole. She says, I didn't read the books or see any of the movies until I was in college. I kind of watched a couple of the movies my freshman year, but let's be real. The movies have a ton of plot holes and confusing things in them that make no sense unless you've read the books. So I was not impressed. Also, I think I saw two random ones, so it was my own fault I was confused. <laughs> anyway, I studied abroad in England one semester. Very jealous. And every time we went somewhere, someone would say, this one scene of Harry Potter was filmed here. And everyone would get all excited, and I just wanted to know what the hype was all about. Like 15 years after everyone else, I guess. I didn't really know anyone, and making friends takes time, so I had a lot of free time and figured I should try reading the books. I found the books at a local thrift store, where the first book was called The Philosopher's Stone. 
and brought them all and bought them all over the course of a few weeks. As soon as I finished one book, I would watch the movie right after and go straight to the thrift store for the next book. The guy who worked there even had the last book set aside for me because he knew I would want it. I was hooked. I had the weird experience of seeing a scene in the movie and saying, oh, that scene was the one filmed by the church by my school. I set about seeing as many Harry Potter sites as I could. So jealous. I know. I didn't have to wait for any books or movies to come out, so I just got to fly through them all at full speed. It was pretty fun and quite the emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. I love listening to your podcast as I begin yet another reread of the series. Thanks for all the hard work, time, and effort you put into this. It's so evident you're having fun, and I am too. Dude, thank you. Thank you very much. That last line, man. I know. Gosh. It speaks to my heart. It does. Brittany, you rock. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I think it's cool that you... um, you didn't just read all the books and then watch all the movies. You did it one of the time. Yeah, that's yeah. really awesome. cool. cool. I've never heard that perspective before. Yeah. So. And you're, she's lucky she didn't have that that weight between yeah. the books. Oh. Dude, it was grueling. Brutal. It was so brutal. I guess. I mean, thankfully, I came in at the right time, I guess. But apparently, the weight between four and five, the books, was It awful. was yeah. unreal, you guys. I don't really remember it too that much. Is I like wasn't known. Yeah. That is like known as it was. It was awful. rough. It was a rough way because you think of the way that it ended. Yeah. yeah, and then you got forever. It was hard. Which See one when is I the biggest I'm book still scarred. at that time. I know it isn't. It was at that time. Four was mm-hmm. five. Is five is the biggest. Five is, is the it? biggest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the shortest movie. Yeah. yeah. But thank you, Brittany, yes. for sharing your story. With thanks us. so much, and thanks for you know. I don't know. Thanks for recognizing that it's a lot of hard work and time and effort that we do put into this because I think maybe some people don't realize, but it is it is a lot. We love doing it, but oh, yeah. it's nice to know that people can understand. Mm-hmm. Right. We're having an amazing time. And then when someone else enjoys it, too, I that mean, really makes it all worth it and even Sarah, more fun. Yeah. Sarah, I don't even, dude. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who We're Harry Potter is. We're taking a nice moment and you're eating chips. <laughs> I don't even know who Harry Potter is. True. <laughs> so. <laughs> Megan's so over me. It's that time for Meg's Mouse Tales. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you won't hear me because I'm just going to be over there eating chips. <laughs> Make sure that you join our Facebook group to use for discussion on each episode and post all kinds of fun Harry Potter related stuff there. It's a great community and we love talking with everybody. Mm-hmm. It's so a lot go, of fun. It is. I really love it. Yep. Um, so go find us on Facebook where we're most active and like our page to get all the latest info. We are Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook or Swish Flick Cast on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Find us and follow us on Patreon. By supporting us on Patreon, it only helps us to be able to provide better content more often. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Cast and support your favorite Potter podcast. Your absolute favorite. Yes. And be- can we just shout out to people who've been recent sponsors because we have been jumping in yeah, games we have been. we're getting i mean we still have a while to go but we're closing the gap with our our, our next third. our next goal yeah. yeah we really appreciate it guys yeah. yeah it's it's pretty crazy to us it's so. pretty awesome so if you're not a patron you know you want to be <laughs> only yeah like- because we're about to finish up our um felix files episode of quidditch through the ages true very true so that's exciting and that's for patrons so um, also, we're going to add this onto our little social media section here. We have decided to share our Twitter and Instagrams. Um, so make sure that you follow your Swish and Flick hosts on Twitter and Instagram. I am, this is Megan. I'm at Meg's Mouse Tales. 
T A L E S on Twitter and Instagram. Migs Sarah, Mises. say it. Migs Mises. <laughs> Sarah is at O Mally, which is O H H H Mally. Three, three Ding. H's. And Here's Katie is at Skatorade Seven. Mm-hmm. And then Tiffany is only on Twitter, so you can find her on Twitter at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. Yep. And that's it. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just in my voice! <laughs> Do you want me to say it again so they could be in the outtakes? Go for it. Outfit. Oh. I love how we like make fun of Megan's name. That's fun to say. How does he say? Star Wars is better. Me, 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 me. Are we ready to podcast? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.